We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Herbie, let's go. Lawrence Holmes, noon to two on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. Previously on the Lawrence Holmes Show. I think that we as the public expect too much from the commissioner, partially because a bunch of us when we were growing up looked at the commissioner as being the judge and jury when it came to the leagues. And it was probably off a little bit like that, that description of, of a commissioner was probably off a little bit back then, and 100% is like that right now. We thought of them as the stewards of the game, and we need to start thinking of them as chief propagandists for the owners. And I'm whatever, whatever you think of the word propaganda, um, I was listening to Roger talk about this, and I'm not – I I actually think that Roger would like to see things change. I think that even as commissioner of the most powerful league in sports outside of in America, that he would have more power. He does not because at the end of it, he can't make the owners do some of these things without them taking a vested interest in learning how to be better. Make me a bicycle clown. Yeah, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Man, Dan, ruining the bit. That's all right, though. We still going to make it happen. Base drop! Welcome in. My name is Lawrence Holmes, and I'm here with you until 2 o'clock. We are going to talk with... Mike Hall from the Big Ten Network at 1 will preview Purdue versus Illinois. Brandon Scoop B. Robinson is going to be on the show. We'll talk NBA with him. We'll talk Bulls with him. Since it is Black History Month, we will have a little bit of fun, and we will I'll do a little history for you. And we will give you my top five black people that maybe you didn't know were black people. That's coming up around 1240. It is Herbie's last week. We are celebrating Herbie throughout this. He is going on to greener pastures. He hasn't said it where he's going. I don't know. Did Mitch say you couldn't say where you were going yet? Is that what happened? Well, I haven't said where I'm going yet. We haven't announced it yet The as a company that I'm going to. All right. How about Friday? Then? I mean. Because what are they going to do, fire you? I mean, I can say it, but I just want the <laughs> announcement to be coming from the actual company, not from me. Got you. Okay, so you want the press release action. Yes. I get you. All right, that's totally fine. 
But yes, then the, I, I believe Brandon Fryer is going to act as interim executive producer of this show until we figure out who's going to be the next executive producer of this show. But till then, Herbie is still in charge, and he's put together a terrific show for you. Cody Westerlin is going to join me. We're going to talk about what happened to the Bulls, and as they get ready for the trade deadline on Thursday, if there's something that can make their team better. I'll discuss that with Cody and more next here on The Score. Tune in for Super Sunday on The Score, starting with BetQL's countdown to kickoff at 9 a.m. and the Parkins Playoff Show at 11, followed by Westwood One's official coverage at 1 and kickoff from Los Angeles at 5.30 between the Rams and Bengals. Cincinnati Bengals, they are going to the Super Bowl. And the Rams have won a riveting NFC Championship game. Chicago's official radio home for Super Bowl 56 is 670 The Score. In Odyssey Station. This is Andrew Bogish with an Odyssey Sports Minute. Part of me already believed Tom Brady would play again in the NFL, and then last night, TB12 said never say never when asked about unretiring. He did say he currently feels good about his decision, but that door will stay slightly open because Brady knows he could still play well. If you need a QB in 2023, maybe the greatest of all time will be available. I'm Andrew Bogish. Time is running out on your chance to enter the Rocket Mortgage Super Bowl Squares sweepstakes. The largest official game of Super Bowl Squares ever is back with millions of dollars in prizes on the table. And best of all, it's free to enter. Here's the play-by-play. Every time the score changes during Super Bowl 56, somebody's going to win $50,000. That means touchdowns, field goals, extra points, safeties, even a two-point conversion is a winner. 50 Gs. Plus, two grand prize winners will win a half million dollars they could use toward their dream home. Don't miss your chance to win. Get in the game today. See rules and enter for free right now at RocketMortgageSquares.com. Rocket Mortgage, official mortgage sponsor of Super Bowl 56. No purchase necessary. Legal residents of the 50 U.S. and D.C. of age with majority ends 11-11-22. Equal housing lender licensed all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. The NFL entity does not offer to sponsor this promotion in any way. Bottom of the hour is being brought to you by Northwestern Football, Chicago's Big Ten team. Tickets for the Aer Lingus College Football Classic in Dublin, Ireland are on sale now. Head to nusports.com for details. And this segment is being brought to you by Amco Transmissions and Total Car Care. Amco Transmissions and Total Car Care has an offer you won't want to miss. For a limited time, you can go up to $100 as a mail-in rebate with the Amco credit card and up to 12 months interest-free payments. For all your car needs, search AAMCO for the location nearest you. Introducing for the first time ever PointsBet's new exclusive feature live same game parlays for NFL and NBA. Watch live, parlay live, and boost live with PointsBet. Download the PointsBet app and use code THESCORE to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. Plus, for the big game, place a $20 pregame bet and get a free $20 live bet. PointsBet has the most sportsbook locations in the Chicagoland area, so it's easy to finish your registration in person. Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with PointsBet. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis counseling and referral services. Hi, I'm Ryan Kelly with thehomeloanexpert.com. Looking for that perfect gift for someone special? Skip the flowers and chocolates and bring home a new mortgage this Valentine's Day. Whether it's a pre-approval for a new home or a simple cash out refinance, we've got you covered. Refinancing or buying a home? Why would you go anywhere else? Mortgage rates are still near historic lows, 
but we need to get you locked in today. Fall in love with your lender again at thehomeloanexpert.com. The Home Loan Expert LLC, NMLS number 132641. Now's a great time to save big on your next project during Menard's Race to Saving Sale. Update your bathroom with Lions. Shop the largest selection of bathtubs and showers, including over 200 showers, bathtubs, and surrounds to fit your style. Save big on all Lions bath and shower products. Find these and other great deals going on now through February 19th during Menards Race to Savings Sale. Save big money at Menards. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you 24-7 with supplies and solutions for every industry and access to product specialists ready to help. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Research shows people remember radio ads that remind them of the past. So to help you remember that Liberty Mutual Insurance Company customizes your home insurance so you only pay for what you need, here's an ad that'll really take you back. Back in my day, I heard a voice from the radio say, Liberty Mutual customizes my home insurance, so I only pay for what I need. I'm getting on in years now, but <laughs> heavens to Betsy, there are some things an old fella like me just never forgets. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Liberty, 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 Liberty. If your New Year's resolution was to finally schedule that vasectomy you've been putting off for so long, then you have to call Vasectomy Clinics of Chicago. The doctors at Vasectomy Clinics of Chicago are dedicated to providing their patients with the highest quality care, a very gentle technique, and a caring and comfortable environment. Vasectomy Clinics of Chicago offers a safe, easy, and virtually painless, no-needle, no-scalpel, in-office vasectomy. Now is the time to make good on your New Year's resolution and schedule a vasectomy at Vasectomy Clinics of Chicago. What better way to use your newly replenished flex-spending money than to finally schedule that vasectomy you've been putting off for so long? If your family's complete, log on to vasectomychicago.com, read the testimonials, and learn more about the no needle no scalpel in office vasectomy offered at vasectomy clinics of chicago they have four locations in downtown chicago at lake point tower now with free valet parking in naperville tinley park and arlington heights most insurance accepted that's vasectomychicago.com or call toll free 877-877-4vas that's 877-877-4827 the lawrence holmes show we'll be back in 60 seconds on the score. Hey, it's Matt Spiegel. Sports are more exciting with FanDuel Sportsbook. It's America's number one sportsbook for a reason. All the odds on the biggest sports and games are there, and it's super simple and intuitive to use, but also really cool fun bets like same-game parlays on NBA and NFL. And you know I love the first basket bets in the NBA. I'm always trying to make you money on those. At FanDuel, they want to make it super fun and easy, so they're giving you $100 in free bets when you sign up. No deposit is required. FanDuel is also going to make that first real money wager risk-free free up to a thousand dollars if you lose you get it back in site credit to sign up check out fanduel's new sportsbook and racetrack in east st louis that's formerly fairmount park while you're there you can bet watch and win on live horse races and sports from all over the world once you sign up you'll be betting on fanduel sportsbook easily on your phone from the comfort of home so just head on over to fanduel sportsbook and horse racing and get in on the action must be 21 plus in present illinois site credit is non-withdrawable and expires seven days after receipt ten dollar minimum deposit required to withdraw any winnings see full terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER Lawrence Holmes noon to 2 on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station Crowder to McGee not a three point threat oh he's going to take it Bill you got to be kidding me 
JaVale McGee for three. <laughs> JaVale McGee, career-wise, 18%. That's only his second three of the season. That was from last night's game. JaVale McGee was really, really good last night, and I kept going, that's that's the type of backup big that you want for the Bulls to have in the second half of the season. Like, I don't expect him to make threes because, obviously, he doesn't really make threes except for last night, but came off the bench and gave them 16 points and eight rebounds. Just running the floor. Like, I kept thinking, you know what I kept thinking about? Daniel Gafford. Like, Daniel Gafford on this Bulls team as a reserve would be a lot of fun and I think would take some of the pressure off of Vooch to to guard some bigs. Cody Westerling covers the Bulls for us here at 670 The Score and 670thescore.com. He's terrific. He joins me now on the Circuit Resort and Casino Hotline. Circuit Resort and Casino out in Las Vegas is terrific. You should go see their sports book. It's the biggest in the world. Cody, thank you for joining me. I appreciate it. How are you doing today, Lawrence? I'm doing I'm doing really well. I, I wanted to ask you about last night's game and the proficiency of offense from Phoenix. Was it more because they're just a really good offensive team, or did, did the Bulls fall asleep a little bit defensively? Well, I think anytime you're looking at the Bulls' recent history, I think you got to put the uh, majority of the blame on the Bulls. The way they're playing defense right now is just – not up to not up to par since uh, Alex Caruso went down with that wrist injury, and we know Lonzo Ball went out. I think about a week before him. So uh, look, the Suns are a top five offense in the NBA. They made the finals last year. They got one of the greatest point guards in NBA history. They know exactly what they're doing on that end, and they execute at a high level. But I would put more stock into the Bulls' shortcomings last night than what the Suns did, just because we've seen this. This slip and, and this slide down the defensive rankings for the Bulls defensively, really, I mean, they're bottom four, bottom five team in the NBA on the defensive end since Crusoe went out and they're losing at the point of attack again and again and again. And that's putting their defense in tough spots. And I think we saw that again last night. Am I making too much out of the amount of, of work that's put on Vooch defensively? Be, because, look, like you said, once you get Lonzo back and Caruso back, your perimeter defense is going to improve. But I'm still concerned about asking Vooch to do so much to stop another team's big and then saying we also need you to score you know, 15, 18 points a game. I get where you're coming from. I think that would be matchup-based, right? That's a huge concern, and you're – Absolutely correct if the Bulls are to run into the 76ers and Joel Embiid in the playoffs. Now, a lot of these teams that they're facing, so much of the NBA's pick-and-roll focus now, um, whether it's point guards, lead guards, shooting guards, initiating these actions and such, that uh, the perimeter on-ball defense is so important, how you navigate screens. So I think against a lot of teams, that will be less of a worry. And I would actually probably be more enthusiastic about Vooch lately than I would worry just because he is playing better on the offensive end, didn't have a great shooting night last night or anything, but had had a really good stretch of about a half dozen games here lately where he is more efficient. So I, I don't think we talked too much about Vooch's defense when Caruso and Ball were out there because it was just mitigate, mitigated how many times he had to contest shots at the rim or get put in really bad spots. So I would be more worried about the perimeter than the interior, but... 
You're right. I mean, the NBA trade deadline awaits Thursday, and there's a couple tough matchups that could be out there for the Bulls where sometimes it would be helpful to have a backup big center or they need a backup big forward, which could just be Pat Williams sliding in at some point if he gets healthy, obviously. But they, they have a couple areas on defense where it's tough for them to guard other teams, and it's usually when the other team has size, whether that's at center, power forward, or, or big small forward. What's the latest on all of the injuries for the Bulls? Yeah, there's not too much that's changed, right? They're kind of in a holding pattern for the most part. We saw Zach Levine come back from back spasms last night, and he said uh, he's feeling better playing through a little bit of pain, but is going to keep going out there, it sounds like, every game before the All-Star break hits. And other than that, uh, we're in a holding pattern. Lonzo Ball should get um, some probably mid-March for – a return date late March, I guess mid-March maybe for ramping up stuff a little bit more. Uh, Alex Caruso's reevaluation window, uh, I believe, will be in, let me think, early March because they gave a six to eight week timeline after he suffered that wrist fracture on uh, January 24th against the Bucks. So uh, the hope is they can get those guys maybe back toward the end of March. Patrick Williams, a lot of optimism there, and, and I think there should be, right, because he had the ligament tears in his wrist early in the season. And that's an injury where he can still get a lot of conditioning in and kind of ramp back up for a return once that wrist is cleared. And he has ramped up that conditioning activity. So uh, the Bulls are also expecting him back late in the regular season somehow. And as Billy Donovan mentioned the other day, maybe if they can get everyone together for 10 or 12 games and healthy late in the season, that'll be the rhythm they need to kind of go in the playoffs um, on a better note. Casey Johnson had a tweet this morning where he was talking about the Bulls record versus really good teams. And, you know, there were some people who got mad at Casey for telling the truth about the Bulls record. Is there anything to because it is regular season games. Should a Bulls fan be worried about their record versus good teams? You, that makes me chuckle a little bit because I, I actually texted KC about how many people were just yelling at him on Twitter about, you know, the Bulls are missing so-and-so and so-and-so. Like, look, trust me, out of anyone on earth other than, like, Billy Donovan and the Bulls, KC Johnson knows better who the Bulls were missing and had every single game. Like, he's there all the time. He gets that. Um, so I think his point's well taken, though, just in how they've struggled against some of the best teams. I mean, if you're looking at the top of the NBA standings this year, it's pretty much like, they beat the Jazz at home early in the year, and they beat the Nets a couple times, once at the United Center and once out in Brooklyn. But we've seen the Nets fall lately. Like The Bulls have taken care of business against the bad teams for the most part, against the average teams. And I think that was a big deal for them, just elevating to that next level almost of like professionalism and bringing it every night and doing your job that you're supposed to do and taking care of who they should. They've done a good job of that. I think some of those matchup things are what get exploited against the best teams, right? There's not as big of a margin for error when Joel Embiid has a mismatch every possession, when Giannis might have a mismatch every single possession. Um, the Warriors have run circles around him a couple times, it feels like. And the Suns, it was a three-point game, um, but they were in full control and up by as many as 27 last night. So it is certainly a concern. Uh, I think the Bulls would still wouldn't be favored in a seven-game series against most of those teams, even if they were fully healthy. But they would certainly have a chance if they get um, one or two breaks go their way or make some big shots late in close games. So uh, I, I think you need to be aware that this Bulls team, even when fully healthy, is no longer a tier one team in the NBA. Like we've seen the full strength next, Nets before they kind of fell apart, blew the Bulls out of the water at United Center when both teams were, were closer to full strength, obviously. So the Bulls are not that tier one team. They get everyone healthy. I, I feel like they're probably a tier two team in the NBA that would be a really tough out in the playoffs. 
um, and have a chance to make a deep run again with a little luck and, and a little uh, um, just a dose of big shots late in games because I would expect them to play these teams close. But there's some matchup problems that these best teams in the NBA exploit against the Bulls. The trade deadline is coming up in two days. What makes sense for the Bulls to try and do? Well, I know several other people had mentioned this, but it, it did make sense to make a run at Larry Nance Jr., who has since gone in a trade from the Blazers to the Pelicans. And the Pelicans' front office feels like they're trying to save their job or, or get some of the heat off of them. So they want to get one of those playoff spots, even if it is a play-in. And I think they're sitting 10th in the West in that position. So uh, I think they want to truck out there with C.J. McCollum and Larry Nance Jr. in the rotation, obviously, and try to win at a high level here late in the year. So he's probably off the market which makes it more makes it tougher for the Bulls, right? Like Jeremy Grant's going to cost a lot more. Harrison Barnes would cost a lot more. Um, some of these other guys on the trade market, like you look at names like Daniel Tice and Thad Young, they could get traded, but they're not coming back to Chicago because they already played for the Bulls last year. Um, Nick Claxton's a guy like with the Nets, a center who's been um, mentioned in trade rumors for, for a long time here and has an uncertain future in Brooklyn who could help. But I don't know that he can like guard Joel Embiid, right? Like Derek Favors is a name that's landed on the trade market for it seems like two years. I don't think he can guard Joel Embiid. So it's like, what are you giving up these resources for a backup center um, who can't address the need that you have? I think another one, you mentioned Daniel Gafford earlier with the Wizards. Well, Thomas Bryant's there and they kind of have Montrez Harrell too. Like they have an overload at center power forward. But most of those guys are offensive-minded, not defensive-minded. And the Bulls have enough scoring when everyone's healthy for the most part. So you want a defensive-minded guy. It's kind of hard to find them. I think you might, you might have to shift the focus a little bit to finding someone um, who's maybe a little bit bigger of a forward and isn't a traditional center um, who can just guard um, a wing. And some of those, I don't know who that's going to be exactly because Robert Covington, for example, got moved recently too. Torrey Craig's a guy on the Indiana Pacers. We've seen guard the Bulls here lately. Um, that team seems to be in rebuilding mode or shifting their focus. He could be on the trade market. So those are some of the names to keep an eye on. It's hard to zero in at this point exactly who that would be. I think the only solid reporting we've had from anyone with Bulls interest really across the NBA is the Bulls' interest in Jakob Pertl, according to veteran reporter Mark Stein. But that cost would be high. I would expect it to be a first-round pick or a pretty darn good young player. Um, and the Bulls have already given up some of those trade assets moving forward. He would be he would fix the rim protection problem and yes. be a phenomenal backup center and honestly be a phenomenal closing center in the lineup when you need defense late in games in the playoffs. But again, I think that price would be high. It sounds like they want a young player and or first-round pick. So that would be difficult to pull off. There was some smoke around maybe the, the, the Bulls could be looking for point guard help, too. Do they need one? I, I, I think they're okay. I think most of that centered around Dennis Schroeder of the Celtics, obviously. He was on a one-year deal um, and wants to kind of reestablish himself. The thing that would concern me about that, right, Dennis Schroeder, it feels like, wants a big payday and would want to score the ball. And, again, the Bulls don't need – um, points as much as I think they need just a little bit more shooting to stretch the floor in some lineups and defensive help and just depth. So, uh, I mean, this front office has already surprised us. So you're not taking anything off the table, but I would put the focus more back on that bigger forward or, or, or backup big man. Cody, as always, I appreciate the time, and the information, have a great weekend this weekend, sir. You as well. We, uh, we, uh, we're taking a trip to Arizona to hang out for a while. So that'll be fun. Um, good get away from the cold in Chicago for a while, and I know you know Arizona very well. It's a good time.
I got a list for you. There's some places that you should think about checking out. I'll text them to you. Appreciate it. You have a good rest of the show. Thanks, Cody. That is Cody Westerlin. He covers the Bulls for us. He does an incredible job of doing it. Follow him on Twitter at Cody Westerlin and read his work at 670thescore.com. Herbie and I have been talking about this because we have these conversations, whether it's in text messages or sometimes on the air. And I thought it might be fun to mix in a little bit of, of black history with a little bit of fun in our top five. So coming up next, top five, especially with it being in the news this week, top five, my top five black people who you might not know are black people. We will do that next here on The Score. Lawrence Holmes, noon to two on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. Five, one, two, three, four, five. Top five Tuesdays on the Lawrence Holmes Show. But since the day is Tuesday, it doesn't matter in the slightest. Top five Tuesdays. I've only seen a couple, but that's definitely top five. Is it Tuesday? Can't you ask me an intelligent question? Is this the Lawrence Holmes Show? Then it's top five Tuesdays on the Lawrence Holmes Show. Got it? Good. Today's top five is simultaneously serious and germane and also completely ridiculous. Since it is Black History Month, I thought it would be interesting to some of you who don't know some of the history of race in this country. Like, people often talk about the idea of well, why does everything have to be about race? And a reason why everything has to be about race is that not just the founding of this country, which we can trace back to all sorts of horrible, horrible uh, atrocities that were placed upon black women and black families, but even once less than 100 years ago, there was still in a lot of states in the union a rule called the one drop rule. The idea being that if you had one drop of black blood, you were black, according to census data. And that's where you you end up going all the way back to slavery. You end up with words like mulatto that that means mixed, like your half. And then octoroon and quadroon and all this stuff. Now, in the black community, speaking from my own experience, we, I think, have done a decent job lately of understanding and reclaiming some of that. And sometimes we do it to the point where we're cheerleading anyone who, who does have a drop of black blood in them, that we want to see them succeed. I would highly recommend for you If you've got time, there's a movie called Passing. And it talks about the phenomenon of black people, fair-skinned black people, especially in the early 20th century. In this specific case, it's uh, Tessa Thompson and Ruth Nega, N-E-G-G-A. That's how you spell her last name. They're the stars of this movie. And it's about this woman passing as white because she's fair-skinned. And it's really interesting because I believe Ruth is from, like, she is African. And and Tessa Thompson is African-Latina, 
which we could get into the diaspora and the the connection of the Spanish and black diaspora, which is a a really interesting concept. I'd, I'd probably get Russ on here to talk to me about that. It's always, I think, really interesting and fun to do it. And this week we had this come up because there was someone who people assumed was white and is partially and people didn't know upon appearance that this person was black which is also fascinating so we have an honorable mention category here for this and I know that people have already thrown out names, and some of them you may know, some of them you may not, like Tom Morello or Slash or Jennifer Beals. There are a lot of people that watch Flashdance and didn't even know that Jennifer Beals was a black lady from the south side of Chicago. Logic. The rapper, Logic, he, he speaks a lot about this type of stuff. And Cassius Marsh from the Bears. There were people saying that, that he had way too much swag for a white guy. And then they were like, oh, bleep, he's a black guy. So there's that. And to speak on my point on black folks trying to co-opt people that they think are black, our last honorable mention is that. Hit it, Herbie. He's 27, Lewis Willis, and I say... But that was the best ball club the Yankees ever had. <laughs> Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth's heritage has become lore. Even though I think it's been pretty much proven that he is, is a white man. We definitely want to claim him. Because for a while, he was the best player in baseball. And then I have, I have a photo. There's a photo of Babe Ruth. There's a crowd of black fans. And he's leaning up against the fence, and all the black fans are, like, reaching their hands down. And he looks completely comfortable. And then people are, like, looking at him and doing, like, the phenotype stuff and looking at his, his facial features and being like, yeah, I can see it. That's something that, that your black friends will probably not talk to you about, but it's stuff that we talk about. If we see, we be like, I see it. I see it. When you think you know someone might have some black heritage to them. So let's do it. Here's number five. Mike, um, what is it about Debo? Who? What's up, man? Mike Jones. Let's go. What's up? Not Mike Jones. Mike McDaniel, the new head coach of the Dolphins. People looked at him and they saw what they thought was a white presenting person and didn't take into account that he's a black dude and what's funny is i forget the actor's name but if you watch the tv show insecure tiffany's husband on insecure kind of looks like mike mcdaniel and it's all about context in some cases like where you see someone and and i'm sure i'm sure my mother would look at a picture of mike mcdaniel and be like i see it i see it and all of that goes back into the history of the concept of passing and the idea that people wanted to identify the other, the other being someone who's Latino, 
someone who's Asian, someone who's native. And this texter says, Desmond Correction on Mike McDaniel was funny. They're not the only ones. Angela Rye, who I think is one of the most important commentators on race in America, just got hired by ESPN. Her first time on the air, she was talking about the lack of hiring black people, and she mentioned Mike McDaniel. And I'm like, see? It happens to us, too. Number four. So I just wanted to spend the day I'll with him, that's all right. Movie. Before his time, okay. my grandfather, Rhonda's great-grandfather, uh-huh. issued Black History Month every year in Canada because he was one of the first black physicians in North America. Number four, Rhonda Rousey. That was Rhonda's mom with her talking about Rhonda's great-grandfather, who was one of the – he was Trinidadian. One of the first black physicians in North America. And now, black people who didn't know that about Ronda Rousey are going to look at video and pictures of Ronda Rousey and go, I see it. I completely see it now. I ain't see it before. But now that I know, I see it. Yeah. One of the greatest MMA fighters of all time. And she found out that her mom was very proud. There's a lot of stories about Ronda's great-grandfather. It's worth you looking up, like all of it. Number three. My parents had me when they were really young. I have a black dad and a white mom. My father used to listen to Biggie and Slick Rick and Bone Thugs and Harmony and Tupac. And my mom was listening to The Cure and Alanis Morissette and Nirvana. The eclectic influence that I had growing up definitely affected me. That's Halsey. Halsey got a lot of grief. She's actually said, like, she's talked about the concept of of her being white presenting. And she did a, a, a magazine cover with her natural hair. And people thought that she was out here doing the Rachel Dolezal thing, which is a whole different category, okay? And she's like, no, this is what my hair looks like when it's not processed, my hair is, is curly and, and wavy. And then she put up pictures of herself as a little girl. And people are like, oh, Halsey's black. Yeah, because it bees like that sometimes. See, people texting it right now. Oh, Rhonda's a sister? Yes, she is. Yes, she is. Herbie, I think two and one are going to freak people out. What do you think? I think we spoke about both of these guys, but again, if you're a regular listener, you probably heard us speak about two a lot. One, yeah, that's going to freak people out. All right, number two. I would love, 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 love to do something dance hall e. Like, I don't want to ever be the band that, like, jumps the shark. Like, you've never heard us do, like, a rap verse or something yeah. like that. But I would love to, like... I grew up going to Jamaica all the time because of my family. I think it would be cool to do something and see how that infected the sound. That's Pete Wentz of Fallout Boy. Yeah. African Jamaican on his mom's side. And people are like, well, wait, he's in like a rock band. Well, yeah, so are Tom Morello and Slash. You know who else I could have put on this list? I could have put Malcolm Gladwell on this list. That probably would have freaked people out, too. 
And I believe our guy Eno Saris is also uh, like Greek and, and African Jamaican. But yeah, Pete Wentz from Fallout Boy, representing. And if you, there's some old music from Fallout Boy that speaks to some of that. There are people who like Fallout Boy that think that that's like white boy anthem stuff, and they're not listening to some of the old stuff that Fallout Boy was doing, where they were attacking a lot of things like colonialism and the patriarchy and all sorts of stuff. And then they got rich and they were like, let's just keep getting rich. So let's keep doing these stadium anthem songs. And it's awesome. This texture says, if you mention Marilyn Monroe, I don't know about Marilyn Monroe. I, I think she, we'd love to claim her, I think, but thick with two C's, you know what I'm saying? All right. Number one. Your mother's right. She's the quarterback of this family, and we need to protect her like Blindside did. She just said the mom was Blindside. Well, she's confused. Blindside was the black kid who played tight end. Offensive line. Sorry, African-American kid. Ty Burrell. From Modern Family, the dad on Modern Family. Yeah, him. He found out on a show. He found out on the show called Finding Your Roots with Professor Henry Louis Gates. If you haven't read Henry Louis Gates' works, you really should. And that show is amazing. A lot of times when we go back and go through the genealogy of, of most Americans, we find some stuff. And Ty found out. Ty is from Oregon, I want to say. And he found out that his great-grandmother was an enslaved black woman who pioneered Oregon. It's crazy. And now, when you see Modern Family, black folks that are listening to this are going to watch Modern Family and be like, I see it. I see it. See and it? now he is, he is like dug into like the history of his family because of that show, and he's fascinated by it. You see our guy Matty Ammons checking in? D- D- Johnny Rampage? Yep. Secret well, he, black man he's also. On the list. He's on the list, too. That's awesome. Vin Diesel, too, right? Yes, Vin Diesel is on the list. And his buddy Dwayne, too. Which which makes me frustrated with Fast 9 because they try to convince you that him and John Cena are brothers. Like, we can make the leap with him and Jordana Brewster. Like, we can make that leap with both of them. We can't make the leap with him and John Cena. Anyway, there's a list for you, and you can start doing some of your own digging. And it's good that almost everyone on this list that I gave you has really embraced, like, learning more about their family's family's genealogy. Happy Black History Month. Mike Hall joins me next here on The Score. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.